Hey, I'm Sheena, former miserable corporate attorney turned full-time calligrapher and creative entrepreneur. I used to feel like I was living my life for other people, and now I am more true to myself than ever. And each week, I'm sharing a short but powerful lesson that I've learned on that journey. So if you're looking for a way to get more creativity and possibility into your life, you're so in the right place. Let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Sheena Show. So today's episode is for anyone who's interested in calligraphy, but you've kind of talked yourself out of trying it. You know who you are, right? If you follow me on Instagram, if you follow other calligraphers on Instagram, and you've seen the beautiful calligraphy videos, or even, you know, the beautiful wedding envelopes or signs, things with calligraphy on it, and you're really drawn to that. But there's always some voice in your head saying, "Mm, you totally can't do that though. Today, I am busting five of the biggest calligraphy myths. And I know that these are the biggest myths holding people back because I hear them all the time in my Instagram DMs, in my Facebook messages, in emails, people really curious about calligraphy, people really drawn to it. But for some reason, one of these myths, they think they can't do it. So here we go. Let's bust them. All right. Myth number one, you have to have good handwriting in order to be good at calligraphy. Totally wrong. And You might have heard this before, and it's kind of hard to believe because they seem so similar and related to each other. Calligraphy, handwriting, they're both writing letters of the English alphabet, right? Don't you think if you would be good at one, you'd be good at the other? If you're not good at one, you you know, it's indication that you couldn't be good at the other. And I'm here to tell you, no. So... Even though on the outside, it looks like handwriting is writing letters and calligraphy is writing letters, they are actually really different fundamentally. And just to give you a little bit of solid evidentiary proof, if you're watching this on YouTube, you will see, here is a note in my handwriting. I'm gonna see if it'll focus. It's not great. (laughs) Um, It's And it's because I jotted that note on a post-it. I wanted to get it down really quickly, right? The point was just to convey a message that's somewhat legible really quickly. And so my writing was all connected together, never lifting my hand from the page, just as quickly as possible, let's form the letters, and then done. So that's handwriting. Calligraphy, on the other hand, when I do calligraphy, writing that message, went for a walk, be back in five, to do that in handwriting took me maybe two seconds. In calligraphy, it'd probably take me two minutes to write properly because calligraphy is the drawing of letters. It's not the writing, the scribbling, the quickly just pass along the message. It is drawing letters. So I actually think of calligraphy not as handwriting, but more as drawing, like you would illustration, you know, or like like drawing a, a figure. Drawing in slowly and intentionally these 
basic strokes that then connect together into letters that look consistent and beautiful and have maybe some style to them and some flourishes. Calligraphy is not cursive. They serve totally different purposes. And if you start to think about them in your brain as totally different things, then you can no longer tell yourself that I have bad handwriting. Therefore, I could never be good at calligraphy because guess what? I bet you could learn how to draw some really simple basic shapes. And I bet you can learn how to put them together. And that's all calligraphy is. I promise you can do it. I've heard so many students come to me with this concern this excuse not to try it and always gets blown right out of the water. Okay. So that's myth number one. That's a huge one. Okay. Let's go on to myth number two, that calligraphy is just kind of old fashioned and super intimidating. It's this old creaky art, maybe done by mostly old white men in, I don't know, medieval like and robes. Uh, Maybe they live in a monastery or some sort of church, right? And they're just like making these little ancient records and I can never do that. That sounds super intimidating. That's not really an art form that speaks to me. But that's totally a myth today, right? Because if you are following me on Instagram at all, if you are seeing other calligraphers work on Instagram, like you know that calligraphy is no longer just this. This, by the way, is an actual feather quill um, that a a lovely uh, follower actually of my YouTube channel created and gave to me. And I was like, damn, this is awesome. But this is just one tiny part of the world of calligraphy. Some people still do calligraphy with, you know, feather quills, handmade inks and uh, vintage nibs. Right. And just kind of really that old way. Then there's a more modern way of doing calligraphy where you can start with a pencil, not even a fancy pencil, just a simple number two pencil. And you can learn how to do amazing calligraphy with that. You can do calligraphy with a marker, a Crayola marker. Actually, there's a whole (laughs) set of teachings just using Crayola markers, or you can use brush markers, right? There's, which are so much more approachable. And then you can work up right? If you want to dive into more of using like ink and and dipping something into it, there are dip pens. If you don't want to deal with the ink, there are some fountain pens out there with a flexible nib. The point is that calligraphy is no longer this really inaccessible old fashioned art form. It has modernized and really grown with the times. And that's why a lot of people do modern calligraphy, which is actually much more free and expressive because let's get into myth number three. They kind of blend together a little bit, but myth number three is that it takes years of faithful, diligent practice to get good at calligraphy. And I'm going to bust that one as well (laughs) because I started my calligraphy business, Crooked Calligraphy, within three months of first picking up a pen and nib. I think the difference here, right, is good at calligraphy. What does that mean? And I think that these days it can really mean different things to different people. So 
Let me explain with going back to that kind of like medieval times um, example. Back then, calligraphy was really for recording important things, for actually writing books because they didn't have printing presses, for keeping, you know, birth records, and probably in order to do that kind of calligraphy where it has to be very precise and legible and small and, you know, consistent. Maybe it did take years of practice to really get, you know, to master really, really good at it. Even, I mean, medieval times, I'm not a historian here. So when I say medieval times, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like a general way back when era, but even, you know, closer Actually, even in modern times, right, even right now, there are certain kinds of calligraphy that I do think it takes really years to get good enough at. For example, there are calligraphers hired by cities and municipalities to actually fill out legal certificates and important uh, documents like, I don't know, marriage licenses and, you know, congratulatory, you know, honorary degree, stuff like that, right? There are calligraphers that are hired by the White House, right? Most people know about that. So to do that level of good at calligraphy, yeah, you probably do need to practice for years in order to get right to that level. But I'm telling you, good for anyone else, good for me, was two or three months of practice. Good, right? If you wanna just, for example, spruce up your file folders, make cards for your loved ones, create some fun place cards for your next dinner party to get good enough to do that kind of calligraphy, no way does it take years of practice. You can get that good in two months or less. You know how I know? I've seen thousands, hundreds and thousands of students do it. Not hundreds of thousands, but thousands. <laughs> so I've seen thousands of students get good at calligraphy in two months. My Modern Calligraphy 101 beginner course is an eight-week curriculum. And I structured it that way on purpose because if you practice effectively and efficiently, it doesn't take years and years and years to get good enough. Of course, you can spend years refining your calligraphy and coming up with different styles and just getting better and better, which I've done, and that's super fun. But to get good enough just to use calligraphy as a joyful part of your life and even to start selling your calligraphy doesn't take years. It takes months, very few months, actually. Let's get into myth number four. So myth number four is kind of a special subset of all we've been talking about, and it's that left-handed people can't do calligraphy. I hear this so, so much, like especially when I am opening enrollment for my Modern Calligraphy 101 course, um, and people are thinking about joining and really going after this calligraphy craft that they've been curious about for so long. I get so many questions from left-handed people saying, but I bet I can't do it. Or I was told by someone that I'm left-handed so I could never do calligraphy. Or I tried a little bit on my own and it was just really super hard to figure out. I assume, you know, because I'm left-handed, it's harder. I get that so, so often. And actually, I want to do like a whole separate Sheena show 
episode just on that myth because it's so pervasive, but um, I'll give you the, the TLDR right now. You can absolutely do calligraphy as a left-handed person. The proof is that there are so many left-handed people out there doing beautiful calligraphy. Young Hay from Logos Calligraphy, Elizabeth from Eliza Ann Calligraphy. There are like many, many others that I can name, but if they can do it and they're left-handed, so can you. Here's the thing about being left-handed and trying to tackle calligraphy. For sure, it can be harder to get the specific guidance that you need as a left-handed person because of the simple fact that the majority of you know the population is right-handed. So most of the tutorials you're going to find, most of the courses you're going to find, most of the even pictures and photos right you're going to find of people doing calligraphy is going to be with their right hand. So it's totally understandable as a left-handed person to just assume that there's no way that you can do it because you don't see a lot of models out there. But let me tell you something. Calligraphy, pointed pen calligraphy, it's hard for everyone to figure out at first. It's totally doable, totally doable, but there's a bit of a learning curve. So a lot of the problems that left-handed people tell me about, I just, I couldn't get the ink to flow right. The nib kept digging into the page. I didn't know which way to rotate my paper. All of those problems, they actually tend to be like, general problems that everybody has, left-handed or right-handed, when going into calligraphy. So it's sometimes easy when you have that kind of, you know, something that the majority of the population doesn't have, it's easy to um, attribute struggles to that. But actually, they're just, oh, everybody struggles with pointed pen calligraphy in the beginning. Point number two is that you can totally do calligraphy as a left-handed person, and the left-handed specific struggles, like my hand is smudging the ink, or I don't know which way to face, you know, um, or I don't know which way to kind of like grip the pen or which tool to use that would suit left-handed, you know, people better. Totally legit questions. And if you get the right answers to that, you can totally do calligraphy. There's just a little bit more figuring out as a left-handed person, what tool works best for you, straight versus oblique, and then what position works best for you how much to turn your paper, how you're going to be um, sitting at the table, that kind of stuff. But I'm telling you again from just my experience teaching thousands of students that it's totally possible to get really, really freaking good at calligraphy as a left-handed person. Please don't let that stop you, okay? We are coming to the final myth, calligraphy myth that I want to bust, and that's the myth that no one wants calligraphy. How could people want calligraphy right now when there are computer fonts? And fonts are admittedly getting better all the time. And there are actually ways that you can create fonts out of your own handwriting and, you know, calligraphy. So yeah, there are really good fonts out there. But And I hear this all the time from people, you know, saying, well, I'm interested in doing it, but there can't possibly be a market for calligraphy, right? Now that there are fonts out there, who would want it? I'm telling you, this is a myth. And again, the proof is that there are new calligraphers coming into the market all the time, selling their work and finding customers and and seeing success with selling their calligraphy. So that means that there is a demand for calligraphy even if there are fonts out there. 
Because guess what? This type of demand and the size of the demand has just shifted. Let's go back to those medieval times, right? And you know, maybe even like uh, more recent than medieval times when calligraphy was more of a common, you used to find like a, a scribe, you know, to actually write down, you know, a, a contract for you or something special for you. And um, you, you kind of needed that a lot more. Maybe then there was kind of a larger, more widespread you know, day-to-day demand for calligraphers. And maybe there were more calligraphers back then. I actually don't know. Again, not a historian, right? But that's one kind of demand. The demand now is for calligraphy as a luxury service. Calligraphy is no longer a, hey, I just need a calligrapher to record this deed on my house, right? Let's go find one down the street. No, it's I want to add a really special, unique, bespoke touch to whatever it is that I'm doing. I want to go find a calligrapher. It's a luxury item. Weddings, for example, right? That's the kind of the example that comes to mind. You, as a calligrapher, need to understand that what you are providing is a luxury item. It's handcrafted, right? You're touching every single piece that you do. Of course, that's going to be a type of service that comes with a higher price tag. So the prevalence of computer fonts, right? I actually think that there is more demand for calligraphy because they are not computer fonts. There are so, we see computers and screens and, and, and generated fonts all the time, all around us, everywhere. So that when you get something in the mail, that you can tell has been written by human hand that has like the raised ink on it from ink actually being laid down. It carries meaning and weight. And there are people out there who value it and will pay for it. Again, the proof is that there are so many new calligraphers entering the market all the time. I hope that that kind of helps you shift your mindset a little bit because Look, when you want to go pursue something that really sparks your interest, but that maybe scares you a little bit because you're putting yourself out there, you might fail. You're investing money. You're maybe wanting to make a big life shift and you hope this is it. Whenever there's something on the line, your brain will always come up with reasons not to do it. Your brain is just trying to keep you safe. Your brain wants to keep you in the familiar because that's what's been safe so far. You can either listen to the myths and use that as a reason to not go after what you want, or you can examine that and understand that whatever it is, your brain's going to come up with some reason not to do it, right? I can bust these five calligraphy myths for you. And I bet your brain, right? If your brain is anything like mine, the whole time has been coming up with counterexamples. Like, well, that might be true for Sheena, but not for me. Well, those left-handed calligraphers probably had some sort of special training or had some sort of special gift. Well, those uh, new calligraphers are going out there and selling their work, but I couldn't do that because, you know, I have this going against me, or I don't live in a big city, or I don't have good wife, whatever the excuse is, right? You can see that 
your brain will just continuously come up with this stuff. I could bust myths all day long, and I hope that busting these myths has been helpful and gives you a sense of like, okay, maybe I, I can start to break down those objections and, and those fears that my brain keeps telling me. Maybe I can actually do this. I hope that this episode has done that for you. And, and I hope that it gets you thinking that even if you come up with other objections, other excuses, other fears, that you can start to see past those two. Because just drawing on my own experience as a calligraphy teacher, I have seen so many people succeed and get good at calligraphy and make beautiful things for themselves and their loved ones and even sell their work or start a side hustle or make it their full-time job, right? All levels. But the thing is, they do it. They do it. And so many of them say, wow, I never thought I could do it. And I did it. So why can't that be you? Really? Why can't that be you? So I hope that that removes some of the objections. If you really have been wanting to try calligraphy and these are some of your reasons not, um, not to try it, psh, throw those out the window and come join my Pointed Pen Calligraphy Basics Challenge. It starts Sunday, September 26th, and it's an absolutely free way to finally try this thing that you've been wanting to try. I teach you what tools to get for point-to-pen calligraphy, exactly how to use them, exactly how to create your first letter, basic strokes and letters and words, and you will learn so, so much. It's completely free. We have prizes. We have an interactive community. I go live every day. It's a blast. And it removes yet one more excuse for finally starting this thing that you've been wanting to start. Sign up for that at crookedcalligraphy.com slash basics, crookedcalligraphy.com slash basics. And I hope to see you in there. Why not? It's free. It's five days. You can absolutely do this. You'd be surprised at how much you can learn and actually do. And that will blow your own mind. And isn't that the most awesome thing? All right. Come join the basics challenge at crookedcalligraphy.com slash basics. And I will see you next time. Stay on that crooked creative path. Oh, you're still here. That's awesome. That means that you like the show, right? Thank you for listening to the end. And I want to ask you a really quick favor. Could you take two seconds right now, literally right now, to just leave a rating on this podcast? And if you're feeling extra generous, write a one sentence review. It really helps more people like you to find this show. You are awesome. I'll see you next time.